Good afternoon, wherever you are in the wide, wonderful world right now. Oh, I best turn. Donia, I best turn off my phone, isn't it? While we go on live, but <laughs> we're still going to keep it live. It's not fair to record another introduction. I am it's Stephen okay. Drew from the Architecture Social. Thank you, Donia. Very patient, no patient guest. So, Donia Kafaga, <laughs> it's a pleasure to have you here. How are Thank you? You, you all right? I am great. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Well, you're Perfect. a very persistent person because the you know, laptop wouldn't work. Now the phone's working and we're here. We're alive. So <laughs> it's yeah. a pleasure to speak to you. So we actually were brought together a little bit through Jason, who was on a previous podcast. So Jason, yes. is is your, men- is your mentor? Is that fair? Yes, he is my mentor. Uh, we met on LinkedIn in 2018. <laughs> Great. Um, All right. Yeah. LinkedIn work and wonders as usual. <laughs> LinkedIn connecting everyone. Yes. Well, it's, it's a, it's a, it's, um, yeah, LinkedIn is quite a powerful tool. Um, you can Definitely also, is. I think you can also get a bit, um, well, it's a bit like Facebook, a bit like everything else, right? Sometimes you can it can get a little bit overwhelming. But hey, it's really good that um, you have a mentor. So t- yes. tell me a little bit about yourself. What's your background? Sure. Um, right. So I am originally Egyptian. I lived in Egypt until I was 18. And um, I decided to obviously pursue my higher education in the UK. So um, I studied the International Baccalaureate. It was kind of like the only way for me to be able to move from you know, an education in Egypt and go study in the UK. So um, done that, got into the University of Manchester, or as I would say, the Manchester School of Architecture, because it's like a joint course. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So yeah, so I got into the uh, Manchester School of Architecture. Um, and yeah, and then afterwards, I came back home for a year, because basically what happened was I was struggling to get a job just because um, I'm international, which means I need a visa. And uh, we all know what that means. <laughs> yes. It's just hard work. <laughs> it is um, so hard work. And, and yeah. I'm glad you're having this chat about it, because that's what I would say from from what I do in recruitment. Um, yeah, visas can be quite problematic. And it's, yeah. there's a there's a few issues around it. Sometimes companies don't know how to sponsor people maybe they're not in the position to do it but also it's um it's a bit of a shame as in i think a lot of the times people almost want to hire you or someone else it's just it just unfortunately it does make the whole process much more difficult doesn't it yeah it does but i think it's also like i think it's just the word visa and international that scare (laughs) people off i think like because a lot of times if you just like look into it it might not be complicated because um yeah well yeah because that's how it goes basically if you're part one right so after i finished Mm -hmm. my three years and done my BA, what you can get on is something called a tier five visa. And that kind of visa, it's really, it's honestly the easiest visa to get. It's like an internship visa. And basically, if you're a part one, that means that you don't need any like minimum salary requirements. You don't need like, it's just not a hassle. The company doesn't need to like, you know, proper sponsor you. A third party can actually sponsor you. Um, through your company and it's just it's not it's not even a hassle because it's basically treated as an internship and that's how basically a lot of people view part ones you still get paid obviously and everything but it's just like a work experience before you do your master's isn't it so you can go on a tier five visa and thing is it's honestly super easy all you got to do is get a firm that like that gives you a position as part one architectural assistant and then what happens after that you just 
um, talk to a third party, the best one is Isaac. They're known for like, you know, dealing with like immigration visas and international students. What they do is literally they talk to your firm. I think the firm has to pay something like, um, I don't remember exactly, 800 to 1,000 pounds for like the whole duration of your contract. And then the third party literally takes care of everything. It's oh, wow. super easy. Yeah, but a lot of people, I think it's just like misinformation. People just don't know about these things and then they just freak out the moment you say, I'm international and I need a visa. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of yeah. giggled in there when you said the V word because um, yeah. it's good to have a sense of humor about this and I like to laugh as well, but I've also yeah. been in on the, on the recruitment side of things. It's been quite um, yeah. frustrating times when, for instance, I meet someone talented and let's say now we talk, we have your CV and a, a company's um, interested in your skill set and abilities yeah. uh, i've learned that i have to make it very clear at the start that you have a visa because sometimes you mm-hmm. can find that we get very far down the process and then the employer is not too sure whether they can do the visa and it's this big misunderstanding like you said of uh, tier one two three four five exactly i get confused between two uh, tier two and tier five but my yeah. loose understanding and i'm no expert and you know it much more intricate than me i know in yeah. the general sense but Basically, tier two is where it gets a lot more tricky for the oh, employer, yeah. isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's, that's where know, all the disasters happen in the tier two uh, visa. <laughs> well, it makes it it can make it it can make it really difficult, isn't it, for the person who has that visa, um, the tier two requirement. And yeah, the requirements are a joke. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit tough, isn't it? And it's a bit yeah. of an unfortunate situation. And I do it think is. as well, there's a level of misunderstanding with it. And I do think that, and, and we agree, is that the, it, it's not that employers are being, um, what's the word I'm looking at? It's like what you said. It's, I think it's more to do with a lack of understanding. It's yeah. less prejudice. It's more just like, whoa, we're a small company. We can't, um, and we yeah. can't sponsor someone. And actually yeah. what you're saying is that the process is a bit, is not the end of the world, is it? It's basically um, a few hundred pounds, which could even be factored into a salary, I'm guessing, in one way. That depends. So that mm. was when it comes to the tier five visa. So that's the one that you can get right. in between your BA and your MA. So after you do your master's, you're going to have to go on a tier two visa, which is the proper Uh-oh. working visa. Oh, yeah, no. And, don't yeah, don't give me a tier two. No. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's really oh, hard. No. I'm not even going to. I'm not going to lie to anyone. It's proper complicated. Uh, obviously, I haven't I haven't like tried one myself, but my brother has. So he. Um, he works. He studied basically at the University of Sussex. He did um, electronic and electric engineering, and then he did his masters in Southampton. He done mechatronics, and then for him there was no Ooh. tier five option. It was straight away tier two, um, and he came back to Egypt for a year. And during that year, um, the, it was the same year I came back as well. And we were both like trying to get jobs, but um, he obviously had to go straight for the tier two. And you know what? It's complicated because it doesn't even like have to do necessarily with actually you getting a job and a firm that is willing to sponsor you. Even after that, the visa can get rejected, and that's exactly what happened to my brother the first time. You oh, can still, no. yeah, exactly, because at this point, after you know the after the firm that you applied for they accept you and they they say like okay we're willing to go through the process with you then there's the government and the people that deal with the visas on a higher level and um basically it gets really complicated because with a tier two visa of there's a limit of how many people they can actually give it out to so they don't just give it out to anyone that looks like they're suitable so for example they would give it out only to maybe twenty thousand people a year 
like the tier two right. visa. Yeah. So there is the limit. And then after that, there is a fact that um, whichever firm is willing to sponsor you, they actually, and this, this part is funny, right? They actually have to show and prove that there is no one in the EU region or in the UK that can do that job except for that foreigner that they're going to hire. <laughs> That's going to be really difficult because there's exactly. going to be a lot of people who can in theory do it, right? Exactly, exactly. Like it's very, very, very rare that there is a job that only one person can do it. Do you get what I mean? Like, especially yeah. if you're trying to be like a part two architectural assistant. Obviously, there's loads of other part twos, but everyone deserves a chance. So it's, yeah, it's just really complicated in that sense. And then there is the salary requirements. So if you're an experienced worker, um, the minimum salary requirement is thirty k. And then usually they would actually prefer, they would give it out more to the people that have the higher salaries. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so it's, it's hard work. <laughs> yeah, so architecture, you need to pay people more, basically. <laughs> basically. <laughs> End of the conclusion. <laughs> yeah. Wow, um, that's that's quite interesting. So let's, um, yeah. and, I, and I, I, it's really good to um, talk about the process, but just to wind it back as well. So yeah. you basically, you did your equivalent of part one in egypt is that right oh no 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 okay. no no! i did it um so i actually worked i managed to get myself a tier five visa <laughs> uh with got the help him. of um yeah so basically what happened was sorry i got sidetracked i forgot that i was talking about myself and right. just went straight was, into the visa it's a good sidetrack <laughs> it's a very useful sidetrack very um, good sidetrack okay good um <laughs> but um but yeah so i came back home back to egypt for a year when I was struggling to get a job. And then mm -hmm. um, I that's when I managed to connect with Jason on LinkedIn. So I right. um, I don't even remember how the conversation started, but we just link, like connected on LinkedIn. And then um, I introduced myself. I was like, oh, hi, I'm this and that. Um, I did my BA in architecture. And um, Jason straight away was like, uh, he's, he, Jason studied in Egypt as well. He did like a semester or something like a oh, while wow. ago in Egypt. So, you know, when I said I'm Egyptian and I live in Egypt, obviously like the conversation got interesting as well because um, he loves Egypt. And then, and then, yeah, from there he was like, okay, let me see your work. So I sent him a portfolio. I sent him my CV. And then Jason was like, okay, I'm willing to help you. And that's how he became my mentor. We obviously had conversations and then he was just basically helping me as in suggesting me to people. So I can actually get recognized because obviously it's hard to get recognition when you're international. So mm. he was just suggesting me to others, you know, obviously, obviously uh, other than being my mentor and like actually guiding me through the steps and everything, he helped me in the sense of like suggesting me to others. It's very interesting and it's very yeah. helpful. And I do think uh, what goes around comes around. And I know 100%. Um, I, I do think uh, the role of having a mentor is quite important. Yeah. So that you so you reached to Jason in 2018. That was after you studied at the Manchester School of Architecture. Yes. Um, yeah. who, all right. And um, that was part one. Is that right? Yeah. yeah so that was my part one. Okay. And then um, I got a job at K2 Architects. So that's in Liverpool amazing amazing yeah. and i've done my two years as a part one there and i just got back to egypt two months ago ah oh, amazing so are you calling yeah. from egypt right now yes i am currently in egypt Ooh. oh that's where the line keeps going a bit huh we're, we're halfway around the world basically that's amazing the reason yeah. i keep bringing up manchester is because i studied there so i so yeah. we're both msa lumini yeah huh? <laughs> 
so hello just, yeah um, msa out there i quite i quite love the msa yeah now, i did my part two there which at okay. the time was with um richard brooke nick dunn and you yeah. had vic kashal i think oh, vic yeah. Bram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. Vic? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, I remember I remember all these people. <laughs> yeah, Vic, yeah. if you're ever listening to this, Vic, uh, remember I did all the lighting for you in hospitality. <laughs> I didn't get paid for that. You only give me food vouchers. <laughs> I'm coming for you, Vic. I'm going to have to send him a link to this podcast and say, you made a very special funny. entry. <laughs> I, you know what? I had really good experience. with. He was really good, too. I, yeah. I quite liked it because he's quite – um, he was very supportive in unconventional yeah. ways, and I tease. Although it would have been nice to get a paid a, a few pounds for it, but he, I got the experience. He gave me experience that I would never get in life otherwise. So, yeah. Vic, I'm only, I'm only, I'm only joking. I'm very, I'm very grateful. <laughs> please, please, please don't unadd me on LinkedIn, huh? guys. I love the MSA. That was really cool. Uni, it was really cool. Yeah, and because no, I went to, um, yeah, I went to the University of Westminster, okay. and I learned a lot. And just yeah. in case they listen, guys, I'm not saying it's bad. <laughs> but I really learned a lot in Manchester because okay. they encourage you. My perception is yeah. to become your own kind of architect, your own kind mm-hmm. of style. And, and yeah. I felt it was less of a copy of a copy of a copy. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think when I was in Westminster, I was a little bit more um seduced by the 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 style of the tutors and i kind of followed that so i mean i had a really good experience in manchester did you have a good time good uni yeah i had a great time i had a great time it was my first time like when i when i when i first came to university of manchester it was my first time in the uk as well i've never been to the uk before that so it was it was a great three years i really really enjoyed it like you know the city itself the university everything was great It, it was really good it yeah, was hard you, it was hard work but it was really good yeah well it might have been hard work and well done on, your, on the visas and stuff but you know you were yeah. the nice shiny campus i was in the old one were oh, you yeah. in the new building yeah the Benfi building yeah yeah, yeah you one. you had it easy Back in, i was in the shed while they were oh, doing no. it up yeah and it was it was fun but it was a bit okay. like camping you know when people say like ah, it'll be fun and you're like I don't know if I enjoyed that. Uh, <laughs> I did and I didn't. It was yeah, character okay. building. <laughs> no, I get you. No, I, I still had a really, a really good time there, and there was yeah. there was some perks for it. But I am jealous yeah. of your campus. So, so you did that, and then so yeah. w- was it a struggle after doing your part one? Basically, um, um, initially getting a job in in the UK. Yeah, it was a struggle. Like it took me a year. Mm. (laughs) Like I came back, so I graduated 2017. Like I spent, I I started working at K2 in August um, 2018. It was a struggle. Like I I even remember, like when I first. So obviously, after I graduated in July, I had like um, I was in the UK until September, and I went on a few interviews. And I even remember, I'm not going to mention like any names, but I even remember this one Mm. time I went on an interview. It actually went well, and then like you know, at the end, I throughout the whole interview i don't think they had an idea like any idea that i needed a visa i didn't mention it but yeah somehow, so you got you got yeah. to the end and he was like uh, uh what you need exactly. a what? A what yeah i mean who, i did the stupid who, who mistake what? <laughs> <laughs> i mean honestly i did the stupid mistake of assuming that just because of my name and my accent they would kind of get the feel on their own that i probably might need a visa oh, but that, then that was a bad assumption wasn't it <laughs> yeah, it was a horrible <laughs> assumption that's so funny because it's like come on i mean 
I mean, look, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. I voted to remain within the EU. I kind of feel like the UK is full of talented, multicultural people. And look, the, the, some of the best architects that I've worked with in terms of recruitment, honestly, yeah. like um, working with companies, uh, really, really famous companies. And yeah. a lot of the architects that I had on contract there and introduced in Pima was with people from America, you know, and yeah. that, you know, that's a different thing. Or in Germany, yeah. Um, in particular, uh, mm-hmm. some amazing Spanish architects. So, yeah. come on, huh? We're a multicultural <laughs> world. But I, but you 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 hit the nail on the head, and this is one of the lessons I always say because I'm on the architecture social. I've yeah. done a few CV and portfolio reviews. I'm going to try and do a few more. But yeah. one of the things I always like to do is uh, talk about is that in your CV and portfolio, if you do need a visa, it's yeah. it is always good to mention it at the start, yeah. and that's just almost save you time or yeah. or what I find is that a part of what I liked about what you're saying is you kind of almost have to educate the company while you're doing yeah. it you know and it was like I spoke to um, a really uh, talented bright young um, uh, I, I, I wasn't being ageist sorry you can be you can be bright and talented at any age um architectural apprentice and basically she had to educate the company how to go about the apprentice scheme and i think it's a little bit like that with the visa when you say it's like it's like look um mr director of the architectural practice or mrs look you so we have to do is it's 800 pounds and look i'll even factor that in or i'll make it easy as possible i will do all the admin and i think if you do that to people yeah. then they're more likely to be open to it yeah and but that's if you it, get the chance though to actually get to that point where you can explain yes. to them the process of the visa yeah. <laughs> so, the harshness of the light do, do you imagine this as someone there going like we're looking at um, CVs and going visa oh visa and then it's like a trap door you think yeah. it's like you think it's like I literally think that's how it goes. Imagine. I'm pretty sure every single office they have like a stack of like CVs that that see like visas on them that they're just like, no, not gonna look at that. Straight in the recycling bin. Basically, straight in there. Look, it's it's good to have a sense of humor. I don't think I don't think it's quite like that, but I do agree with you. Well, sorry, it's not quite as in the things are going straight in the bin. I think people do. But we joke around, but there is a truth that I think it is a lot tougher in your position. And you know what? I'm going to be really upfront is even talking about this subject, right? Uh, So, working on my, and one of the things that I wanted to do when set up the Architecture Social and the podcast is like, I was like, I need to do an episode or a series about being an international architect or student. And everyone that I spoke to about the idea was like, what are you going to talk about visas and how complicated it is? And because this, <laughs> they were like, oh, oh no. And I'm like, well, it's a really important subject to talk about. But I agree it with you. There's, there's, it's like, there's like this, um, it's almost like people, I think, um, are nervous about talking about it because it might see, come across like we're saying that people are prejudiced or raised. And we're not saying any oh, of no. that, right? Yeah, no, we, no, we, none of that. 
None no, of that. we're not. Yeah, we're just saying yeah, how complicated yeah. the process is. But what yeah. is funny is the moment we start going into a subject like this, everyone has a freak out, right? And they're like, <laughs> oh, uh, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, let's, let's yeah. not do that. And I think yeah. we have to talk about these things and we have to acknowledge that actually it is really difficult for very good um, designers yeah. and architects like yourself to work yeah. in the country. And even now we're going to be, and let's be all realistic here. We're going, yeah. and look, I am i don't like to go on about coronavirus and Donald Trump <laughs> kicking it off, but yeah. we're all going to have a nervous breakdown. But we have yeah. to be um, upfront with the fact that of we course. are entering, um, well, we're the EU. Right, yeah. we're exiting, yeah. so it's yeah. not even just like <laughs> it's not even you know like the Middle East oh. or Asia or America. It's like nah, yeah. anyone that's not anyone. from the UK, Basically. it's gonna be yeah, you're gonna need a visa if you're like um, <laughs> which, which I think is insane. But hey, yeah. so it's gonna. It, I think it, the point is what you're saying. So you, you firsthand, and this is not an opinion piece or anything. You yeah. firsthand, it's like it was difficult, right? <laughs> It was difficult. I mean, it's just one of those, like, if you really want it, you're just going to have to keep trying because it's it's out of like 100 people that you're going to talk to, only very little will be wearing, willing to listen. Because when I first got here, I was like literally calling firms like from Egypt. I, I wasn't even like, at this point, I gave up on sending emails and sending my CV. Because <laughs> yeah, I, like, I was like, it's not going to work like that. <laughs> and there's a few things you got to do, isn't there? Like, I encourage yeah. a British number. You need that British mobile. <laughs> Mobile number with people they're like oh my gosh what number well, and yeah it's it's very difficult isn't it so you it persevere is. so maybe you yeah. tell me so you you already mentioned that you really enjoyed working with K two right yeah, and you it was a, really good experience a, yeah you've done an amazing two years and that and before yeah. that I love that you um oh you were part of the Rebus student mentoring scheme at Calisonati KL I actually yes, spoke yeah. to a project manager from Calisonati KL and she, oh, um, yeah. so she will be on another podcast as well and okay. it's um. Yeah, and so yeah. my impression is that they were a really good company. So what was it like yeah. with Carlson RTKL? No, it was good? really good. Yeah. Um, oh, and you were at Simpson Hoff as well. Oh, yeah, you've got basically. loads of experience here, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, it's, it basically what happened was um, my RDA mentor was originally at Simpson Hoff, and then he moved to Carlson. <laughs> Oh and I just like brilliant. went with him. Basically. Oh, wow. you you were like you were like part of the 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 um you know. Oh, I was going to say baggage then, but that's detrimental, isn't it? You were definitely not baggage. No, you're like, like Stephen. I am never coming on this podcast again. No, it's okay. Oh, gotta, it's, it's fine. I gotta I gotta put down the 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 the, the foghorn. I'm getting I'm getting a bit too power. I'm getting what's the word? I'm getting drunk with power over here, aren't I? It's okay. Or but, don't we all at some point? Oh. You you got to overlap, and you. So, yeah. all right. So, you went Simpson Half, then you went to Constant RTKL, yeah. and then you did a little bit of work um, in sales, just you know, just stepping by because I'm looking at your experience here. Yeah. And then yeah. you're at K2. So, yes. How did yeah. how how did it go with all of these employers with regards um, to the visas then, and how the whole process went with your CV portfolio? Was it similar for all? Were all open minded? I guess there must be, right? You mean you mean you mean when I got to K two or uh, before when I was trying to apply? Yeah, both or whatever okay. you want to talk about yeah. first. I mean, to be fair, when I was trying to when I was trying to apply, like very little actually like gave me the chance to send my CV because a lot of people, really? as I said, when you yeah, I did call a few firms, and the moment I say um, I'm international, they say, "Oh, sorry, we don't sponsor internationals." 
So it's just, it's one of those. And obviously when they say that, like, I'm not really going to be like, oh, no, wait, give me a chance. It's it's one of those, like, you, you already know they're not really willing to look into it. <laughs> so yeah, i'm not gonna film. yeah yeah exactly i'm not yeah any, and at this point as well like um it was when i first actually got to at, at the beginning i thought i had to get a tier two but then that's when i was like oh i can actually get a tier five so even then it was still tricky because i think a lot of firms they i mean i don't blame the way they look at it because at the end of the day like it's kind of like why would you go through the hassle <laughs> even if it's not that yeah. much of a hassle when you can just especially with part ones because part ones at the end of the day like we're not, we, we do play an important role in firms, but it, they wouldn't really go out of their way for part ones, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's it's difficult. I mean, it's yeah. a thorny subject. And that's why I joked around earlier that people don't want to discuss it because um, it's it's one of these things of, look, there's a reason they hired you or they saw something in your design. Yeah. They saw something in you as a person. And I do believe, all jokes aside, that every yeah. architect or everyone like that, everyone's got their own unique voice. They've, all, they've all got their u- unique design. Or they, yeah. And that's what these employers saw in you. But yeah. I, I agree with what you're saying. It's very difficult on paper or from when you were saying from the tier yeah. two standpoint that someone who doesn't know architecture, they're like, well, so this is an architectural assistant role. Yeah. So, so couldn't anyone from the UK do it, but exactly. it's not, it's a bit more complicated like that, isn't it? It's about, of course. Yeah. It's, a, it's about a company when they're interviewing you, they're looking at your style. They're looking at um, what, what you've done, your skill set, yeah. your personality, and they're looking if you can fit in the team. And the point yeah. was, is that you did manage to get those interviews. You did persevere yeah. and then K2 yeah. saw something in you, I would imagine. Yeah. So that's amazing, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So, no, I was really grateful. Like, honestly, I was, cause I kind of like at this point I was still trying, but I was like, okay maybe not <laughs> oh. you know yeah it is it is but yeah I, I think I think I just had nothing to lose you know you know when you reach that point where you know yeah. I was in Egypt either ways I was like I'll just keep trying because I got nothing to lose I wasn't going out of my way I was just making phone calls and like you know trying to like network with people connect which was obviously still tricky because I was in a whole other continent <laughs> trying to do that <laughs> um but um but yeah I think I just I had nothing to lose and I also did really want it like really badly <laughs> so I was just like I'm gonna just stick with it whatever happens but yeah like deep down inside I was a bit like I was starting to lose my optimism <laughs> yeah well, that's yeah. that's that's natural I mean I've been in that situation yeah. as well and I I think I do like your analogy there when you said you felt like there was nothing left to lose then yeah. there's there's almost the, that's like the ultimate motivator in one way because you may as well email the people you may as well follow up you may as exactly. well call someone because exactly. there is nothing to lose and uh, I think that uh, that's really really good advice um yeah and and it could apply to a lot of people in a different way maybe because yeah. obviously it, it must be quite a really Oof, I, I mean, I, my heart does go out to people who have got a tier two or tier five visa in the coronavirus world right I now know. because because yeah. it's like another barrier, isn't it? Because I think what, what what practices are doing is everyone's trying to keep afloat, trying to look at, A, they're trying to look after their current staff anyways, and yeah. recruitment is generally down. There is still jobs out there. There is always jobs, and you've got to have that attitude that you were just saying now, if you've got yeah. to be like, you've got to be on it. And yeah. um, 
my opinion is, and you tell me what you think it is, I'm okay. still amazed that I speak to people and they've sent one or two CVs out in a day, or I find that um, some really talented architects are, are part two, so they will wait for jobs online yeah. and or job postings. And I think that if you're hanging around waiting for someone to put a job up on Dezine, you're, you're you're never gonna. Oh. The chances are so slim. You've got to yeah. you've got to you've got to apply to companies which don't even post the job half the time. You've yeah. just got to like you've got to showcase your work, isn't there? And try to get people yeah. to buy into who you are. Because I mean, I mean, how many applications did you send? It was must have been quite a lot, right? Uh, yeah, I did, but I, as you said, like I rarely, to be fair, looked at like advertisement for jobs and stuff like that. I was literally going on like websites, and whether they had vacancies or not, I would still make a call and like email the HR or whatever I can do just because like again a lot of firms I don't know why but from what I understood a lot of firms they don't really advertise in that sense they don't really go on the zine or they don't really put it on their website but they might be looking but a lot of the, the way they do it is I don't know either like someone knows someone or just like people that would they spread the word out differently. I don't know, but yeah, you're 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 100 correct. You can't rely on the zine or whatever it is for job advertising. You have to literally just, if you're interested in a certain firm or if you're generally looking, you gotta do it another way. You gotta go on the website. You just gotta send your stuff, <laughs> whether they're looking or not. <laughs> this is it, and yeah. uh, I mean that's that's really good advice because I'm amazed that uh, I think that should everything go wrong in recruitment, and look, I really enjoy it. Maybe there's a yeah. career for me in in terms. Of just, I'm going to be like that annoying um, gym coach or whatever that says, "Send the CV out, send the CV out. Come on, you can do it. One more, one more, one more." But I, yeah. I'm a, I, 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 I do think, and I will listen to a lot of people at the moment yeah. that anyone waiting on the job boards, it, you have to wake up a bit. You really um, need to wake up because yeah. it's competitive. And what I like about your story is you got there in the end and. And I think that's brilliant to talk about K2. Well, I'm, yeah. I, I really enjoy talking about this search as well because yeah. the, the pursuit of finding a job, especially when you've got one or two barriers to entry yeah. and into a job currently in the UK, and the fact that you did it is impressive. And would you say most of it, obviously it's down to you and yeah. your work and they saw something there. Yeah. A lot of it was surely persistence and... Just going for it. Yeah, networking. I mean, Jason was a great help because obviously, yeah, I got this based on my work and everything. But when you Mm. network with people and then they see something in you, they're willing to help you out because they saw something in you. And then they'll just like, they'll talk to others and be like, oh, I have a great person. Like, look at their CV. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, and you don't have to do it face to face. This is, I think this is also another subject to talk about. I don't know, maybe not now, but LinkedIn. Like, I know people on LinkedIn, they literally wouldn't even like, accept requests from people that they don't know and i'm like it's not facebook it's linkedin it's it's your network the main point is networking with people that you don't know what's the point of just having on linkedin people that you know it's not it, i don't think it works like this all the interesting people i meet i meet off linkedin i've never like some of them you know i, I didn't see them before and i just talk to them because that's that's what linkedin is for <laughs> You know, so just making making networking and making connections on LinkedIn is really important because and I see a lot of people who do great things as well. Like I've seen the post a few days ago on LinkedIn. Someone was like, "Um, I worked here. I did this and did that. I'm currently looking for a job in the sector. And people literally, you know, they don't even like wait for firms to advertise. They just advertise themselves. (laughs) You know, and I think that's a great strategy as well. 
Yeah, it's completely it's a, it's a very good strategy. I yeah. think the LinkedIn is a tool and it's a really good tool. It just comes down to as you said the individual to use it. And so part yeah, of what exactly. I do in terms of my job is that a lot of the connections that I make are through LinkedIn as well. And we originally spoke through LinkedIn. Yeah. Um, we never met before this, didn't we? It was kind no. of like a blind date <laughs> podcast thing, wasn't it? Like, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. But I mean, I was quite excited and open to it. And you were yeah. open to it. Yeah. You're like, uh, yeah, I'm up for it. And we are, we're having a nice discussion now. But yeah. that is through LinkedIn. 100%. But I think with, with LinkedIn, it's a bit like, I imagine it like going to a city for the and you, and it, when I moved to London, right? When yeah. I was from Wales, you go into the city and you think as London is full of opportunity, brilliant, mm-hmm. and it is. Yeah. What you've got to do is you've got to like you've got to go out there and get it. And it's the same thing with LinkedIn. You have to write a custom message to someone. You have to take interest. You have to have something to say, you know, and not, don't just like a post, try to add a conversation. That's my advice. It's just to kind of get stuff going and build, build these networks and build these connections. So tell me a bit. So you, you were at K2 for a while and now you've gone back to Egypt. What's the plan then? Are you just, are you just, are you just leaving uh, before? the brexit madness and the you've probably done the right thing i should Um, join you you know what like there is a lot of things to talk about right now because obviously there is corona so i mean Mm. at this point let's face it like in general not just in architecture people that are from the uk are losing their jobs so the probability of an international student with a visa getting hired right now is kind of you know, just just being realistic, like not being pessimistic about it, but it just it's obvious mm. that it's hard right now. It's even harder than them. it already is to actually get someone to like sponsor your visa because every single firm is like struggling right now. It's 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 you know it's it's tricky, and a lot of people are yeah. working from home. What's the point of like sponsoring someone so they can come to the UK and then work from home? You know, <laughs> so yeah. it's kind of tricky. <laughs> Yeah, it's interesting that uh, I was speaking to someone about this today. Yeah. I always feel like the architects uh, and architectural practice, and uh, especially, was under the impression of, hey, we can't work at home, right? No way. You need to yeah. be in the office in an architectural practice. An architectural practice doesn't work. People are home and uh, working from home. And actually, that due to the one upside of this coronavirus, if there is anything to take away from this awful situation, yeah. is that we've we've all kind of learned that we can work from home. We can 100%. adapt. And, yeah. <laughs> and I think that um, so companies are now much more open to working remote, but provided that you can kind of go to the office a little bit, right? Exactly. And that's the, so there is still that barrier that unfortunately, while we're yeah. progressing, it is going to be trickier for um, a, a practice in the UK to hire you if you're not exactly. based in the UK. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah. I think a part of it as well is I'm not going to lie, like personally speaking, I have like a lot of personal reasons as well of why I came back other than the fact Mm. that my visa expired. (laughs) That's like the obvious reason. (laughs) But (laughs) other than that, I had like other reasons. So, um, so I enjoyed honestly, every single, you know, experience I had ever since I moved to the UK from 2014. However, one thing I noticed is, and I think a lot of people, if, if there are international students listen to this right now, they'll probably relate at the end of the day. Honestly, it's stressful. Well, yeah, imagine, it's what, stressful. Man, imagine a visa while working and all this stuff. 
everything is just like you know and the constant worry of oh my god what am i going to do next what am i going to do next like it's hard mm. to enjoy the moment so say for example you're like i remember my last year for example at uni i was stressed out all the time i was like okay how because I, I knew how hard it was going to be to try to get a job and you know the same thing for example like when i was working as well oh what am i going to do next like you know that constant struggle of yeah. what am i going to do next because you know that no matter how good you are or whatever it is, it's not at this point, it's not necessarily about how good you are. It's how complicated the situation is. So you just reach that point where it's stressful. Yeah. It's I, hard. I, I, well, I can sympathize because part of recruitment is that I speak to a lot of people and yeah. the moment there's a visa comes on board, you know, I've got to be really upfront about this. Yeah. Um, it's not like, Okay, my heart sinks. So it's not like I've got a trap door, like I'm speaking to you now, and then yeah. they're you the visa, and I eject. And I'm like, bye. Yeah. <laughs> no, you can't speak. It's not yeah. like that. But what yeah. I do generally think is the moment I get that, I go, okay, all right, we've got obstacles. Yeah. And that it, it does, it's true that it can diminish chances. And the other thing that I think is important for anyone listening is because I'm a recruitment consultant, okay? Yeah. Yeah. So with recruitment, what you're generally doing is you're hired to by the client to find someone yeah and normally not exclusively and they have been open to visas in the past mm-hmm. but what you will find is that if if i'm typically going out to find someone yeah. when it, if there's a visa attached to the circumstance it can mean that there is uh, it makes the whole situation trickier and and so uh, unfortunately what you find a lot is that and this is what I was talking about before, is that it's always hard to get advice from recruitment consultants, but it's not out of malice. It's because we're always up against the clock. That's the truth yeah, of it. Yeah. And the, the the reality is, is that if we don't find the right person, we're not paid. And therefore, yeah. bizarrely, it's, it's one industry where I think that certain people's impressions are that yeah. we're all loaded in money and rolling around and and i'm giggling but hey i mean it does pay well and but then it's in scenarios like this is that look recruitment's been massively affected yeah and what it is 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 that when you're saying about stressful and not knowing that what's next i even i get a little bit of that in recruitment as in you constantly have to learn you constantly Mm -hmm. have to go through it but where i was bringing all this point is is that i do speak to people with visas and it can be very very difficult so I mean, this okay. this podcast could be amazing because I'd love people to listen to it so that they yeah. they 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 feel like it's not just them. It's no, just no. difficult for it's yeah. difficult for anyone with a visa, it and is. even though it, it's a tough battle, it's a yeah. real and you have to view it as it's going to be really hard. You've got to go for it, and you almost have to go like a hundred percent more than anyone with exactly. a non visa. That's that's and, the toughest part. You gotta like go beyond. Like you just mm. really gotta prove yourself, even though like you don't really have to because you got your word that speaks for you. You know you got your experience and everything, but you just gotta go out of your way to prove yourself. And this is where it gets really stressful as well. Yeah, and this is where, and this is the point I was saying is that I am. Um, I wouldn't. In terms of when you get a visa, you've almost mm-hmm. got to make it super easy for the employer. You've got to educate them. Like you said, you've yeah. got to make them aware of the situation and how to go about it. And then yeah. all, and that's why I think that typically, not exclusively, mm-hmm. but probably the recruitment consultant is not the best person to help you on that front. 
no. I imagine. Yeah. Did you yeah. find much success with recruitment consultants? No, I um, I was going to say, like, I, I did try to go that way when I was in Egypt. Mm. Like, obviously, I was calling firms and stuff. But um, while I was on LinkedIn, I was trying to, like, talk to, you know, obviously consultants, like recruitment consultants, because I was like, okay, yeah, they might help. But I either got one of the two responses. It's, you know, straight away when I say I need a visa, um, they just go like, oh, sorry. Yeah, can't really do the whole visa thing. You know what? Which I appreciate because at least I got a response. But what mm. I really think is funny is when you actually have a conversation with a recruitment consultant and then you actually have like literally like you exchange like two or three messages. And then the moment you say you need a visa, they just stop replying. <laughs> I think yeah. that's funny. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 difficult. I mean, yeah. I, I, I it's there's this balance and i'm going to be really human about this even today yeah. like for instance now i've got one or two roles on in recruitment do yeah. and hope uh, this is probably going to go out next week but basically if anyone listening in the future we're smack bang <laughs> in, the, in the middle of the pandemic <laughs> oh, no, no. Right? Yeah. But what it means is i posted one or two jobs and the amount of interest i get and, yeah. and it's kind of it's great because on one hand you've got loads of talented people but where yeah. it's really difficult is you've got loads of talented people trying to call you and i forget messages every now and then because yeah. I, i'm maybe i'm getting old in my 30, 33 <laughs> now and yeah. um because the only downside with all these tools is i'll get the message on linkedin then i'll get a message on my phone and then it devotes to diverts to my mobile <laughs> and then i've got my outlook and then i forget someone and then they go like yeah contact me for a day and i'm like oh no but no um, that's not yeah there's no defense for there's a balance i do try i've what i've learned now is that when i don't reply to someone i finally get catch up with them i just go do you know what i'm sorry yeah. i made a mistake and that would have been nice and that's your point isn't it if someone says <laughs> yeah. like sorry i but i can't help or sorry i ignored you that's or better. sorry i missed this or mm, you know yeah. <laughs> but yeah. when i speak to the people i almost used to giggle nervously i was like look um, i'm gonna be really upfront. you're in for a tough battle <laughs> <It's>, you know, <laughs> you know gonna get them, but... at least you're saying something i think that's where like you know if you can't help someone just to say you know just so the person doesn't like keep like you know because you you get your yeah. hopes up <laughs> thinking yeah. like, oh my god that person might help me but then like originally be- they won't <laughs> Yeah, I'm beginning to learn because I think when I first did um, recruitment or, and, and this is like a life lesson or yeah, yeah. I did it in architecture as well. You almost feel like sometimes giving people bad news or giving people your opinion is, um, bad, detrimental. It's yeah. a bit like, you know, like the analogy of, um, say, so, you know, in a relationship and your partner, he, she, whatever goes yeah. like, do I look good in this? And you're like, uh, yeah. Or, you know, and you're just like, oh, yeah. did it taste good? And you're like, mm, yeah, great. Mm, Love it. It was great, babe. <laughs> right. Well, okay. There's an element that I, I, especially when I start in recruitment, you do yeah. not want to hurt people's feelings. And no, so, I get you. and what I've learned now is that the, but before, it, what I'm getting is sometimes people think, oh, if I say nothing, it's better. And no, it's actually talking is better yeah. and having an open conversation about the fact that there is no roles or it's very difficult for someone with a visa mm-hmm. to find a job or that for recruitment is unlikely. Having that conversation, saying that is difficult. Like it's it even is. difficult for me to do it now and broadcast it live <laughs> to the whole industry to judge me. And I have to be really careful what I say because I'm like, I love international <laughs> students, architects. But we're, what we're trying to say, it is really, really tough. And what I've learned is that you have to be open and honest. And it was even today, actually, I spoke to someone and and you have to be really upfront and say, do you know what? I just feel like 
your CV didn't jump out enough. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, I think we need to go back because I'm not going to lie or ignore you. I was like, I think we need to, you need to either recalibrate it for the role or you're probably mm-hmm. not right for the role because this yeah. role was a very BIM centric, a very Revit role. Mm-hmm. And the CV just didn't resonate to me yeah. in that way. And what I'm saying here is not that the person can't do it or I'm on about in this world of first impressions or getting yeah. the information right. You've yeah. really got to hit home the, yeah. the, the cause and your expertise. You really got to mm-hmm. hit home mm-hmm. your strengths and you've got to, I, I always <laughs> use the analogy that we're in this swipe to the left, swipe to the right culture. Yeah. And you know, yeah. when you were saying before, you've got to get enough there that someone goes, Oh, wow. I think that there is something um, yeah. of interest here that yeah. I, you know what? The visa is not going to be easy, mm-hmm. but I see something in Donya's work. I see something, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, yeah. and if you don't do that, if you don't, it's like, that you've got the one chance isn't it yeah when, what's what's that corny song it's like one moment one chance one life <laughs> one thing i don't know that song <laughs> oh no maybe oh, i've even made up the song it's okay it's I gonna can... it's yeah it's okay it's one of those you can jump into it later Be- have become a singer <laughs> No way. That's definitely no way. not a career. Not a career for me. I will break windows. Sounds destructive. But but, uh, um, wow. Wow. I I know I know yeah. look, the phone quality is pretty good, even though the distance is far. I don't believe you. <laughs> but hey, look, brilliant, brilliant. Right. I, <laughs> I, I look, yeah. no one's no, here. It's yeah. just not pop idol. No one's here to talk about my singing. I've really, I've really. <laughs> oh no, I'm losing the plot. I guess it's because it's late in the evening we're doing this, isn't it? It's okay. So to to bring it back now, yeah. Um, it's going to be tough for anyone in this search. So yeah. what can we, so Donia, so you're yeah. currently in Egypt. You're not Hello? currently in the UK, but you had your own personal Hello? reasons. You're going to go back. I would love to know Steven? the next Hello? step for you. What oh, you're your, gone. What I can't your plan hear you. Is. Although I oh, think I you've gone a little bit quiet. So the sound oh, might have cut out. Yeah, oh, I didn't you, hear. You <laughs> no, you're good. Oh, you're Do you know, sometimes it just goes quiet for 10 yeah, seconds. So. I was like, what, what happened? I was like, are you there? <laughs> oh, did I go as well? Yeah, so I was, I would, thing I heard was Donia. And then it just went quiet. So, Oh, good. I filled in the... See, I'm a professional. We'll work this out. No one, no one will notice the difference. Okay. All good. But uh, no, don't worry. I'm going to keep all this in. We're going to keep all this madness in. And so what I was asking is, what is the? Yeah. do you know what your, your plan is, your next steps to be thought about uh, him? What you want to do? I mean, well, I've been back now for like two months. I've been... I took some time off. <laughs> Needed that. Um, yeah. And then right now... I have a lot of things running in my mind. The first one is um, I don't, I'm not planning on doing my master's. I'm not going to lie. I just, I, right. yeah, there's another, that's another subject, but tuition <laughs> fees for international students are a joke. <laughs> I'm not even going to go very, there. Very expensive. Yeah, yeah. very expensive. And um, yeah, I'm, I can't, I'm not, I, I can't do my master's. Like we don't get funds. We don't get anything. It's, it's going to be ridiculously expensive. Um, I think at this point, I'm trying to explore my options. So what I thought I'm going to do is I'm trying to get into real estate <laughs> just to get an oh, exposure wow. of the market um, and, um, and you know, just see where things go. But I have an issue like over here in Egypt that's pretty tricky with architecture and, you know, the salaries are a joke. So at this point, I'm trying to, you know, 
put myself into something that you know will help me understand how things are working but will also get me money if I'm if I'm being truthful <laughs> well everyone needs um, unfortunately I know money is not everything but unfortunately in life yeah, yeah it does yeah. help it, especially when you're you know building yourself up in life you need to save exactly. up for a house and all this stuff exactly. so yeah. That's amazing. Look, good for you. I mean, real estate property, I yeah. think is it can be a really nice avenue, especially yeah. from architecture as well. Exactly. I think that's amazing. So I want to hear how you get on with that. Of okay. Course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to keep me up to date. And so 100%. for anyone listening, um, if they've got any questions or if they're um, interested or want to say hello, I mean, maybe they're in Egypt, they want to network. Yeah, 100%. So you're, you are on LinkedIn. I am as on well. LinkedIn. Yeah. Yeah. And are you in the architecture social? Are you? No, are you... I'm not, but I'm going to join you. You're now. not. Whoa. <laughs> forget Lisa or anything because I'm open to that. I'm I am join. amazed how you, you snuck in on my podcast when you're not in the architecture social. Right. Sorry. Uh... Oh, I promise. Yeah. Uh, I can't hey, Jason, oh my Jason. God, am I getting arrested now? Yeah. I, I do not discriminate against visas or anything, but you're not part of my community, so get no. off the air. Okay. Oh, bye. I need to send you an invite. I need you. <laughs> yeah. No, it's all right. I'll send you an invite. I'll yes, send please. you because we're going to post your podcast there as well. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think you'll enjoy the community. No, oh, there's, yeah, there's actually a bin manager from in egypt who posted the building he worked at and this yeah must be a fancy building because they had a view of the of the pyramids yeah oh wow okay yeah yeah we do have some nice buildings we do have some nice buildings (laughs) i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna give that to egypt (laughs) Uh, it's it's just big isn't it it's a big country is what you mean isn't it and it's always it's massive it's 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 overpopulated as well (laughs) really i've never been cairo Really? Well, yeah. my parents went, they loved it, but it's it's definitely a, um, an experience if you've never been 100%, there before. Yeah, and there are so many different things you can see. I mean, Cairo is completely different from, you know, where the Red Sea is, where there is Charmel Sheikh, and then you have like the ancient cities, Luxor and Aswan. Honestly, you can get like three different experiences and like, it just, it's all so different. It's, it's fascinating though, like honestly, visiting Egypt, I think, and it's, Everyone who's not from Egypt, I always recommend coming here just because it's it's crazy. Like there's so many good things to see, especially if you're not from here, you will get blown away. You'll love it. Wow. Yeah, well, I, I, I want I want to do it. I've actually got a flight voucher because I was going to go to Japan and my flight got canceled. So if oh, I ever okay. get my flight voucher and if I can ever fly again because of the pandemic, <laughs> I will. I will I will come to uh, I'll come to Egypt, but you know thank what? you've got you a so... guide as well. So there you have, go. have I? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> amazing guest, aren't you? I'm just going to get you into the social now, haven't I? So <laughs> yeah, I'm invited. <laughs> and oh, um, yeah. yeah, if anyone needs, I mean, if anyone needs any help or has any questions regarding the visas, because I went through the process of the tier five and everything. If anyone's got any questions, I'll be more than willing to help because I am really inspired by Jason's mentoring and it's something I want to get into as well mentoring people I'm really good with people and um and yeah so if anyone needs any help I'll be more than willing to help oh your internet's gone just when you were being super kind and you were inviting people in okay can you hear me now (laughs) so I'm just gonna talk a little bit further until your internet gets back I'm here We'll see. I'm sure it'll uh, come back in a me? second. Well, I got everyone here. Hope everyone's having I'm a here. fantastic day. Yeah, it doing? just goes off on Where its own. Can good? you hear me? If you're not in the Architecture Social, just while you're here, you can uh, sign up. You can, can you join our community on www.architecture.com. Oh, www. <laughs> hey, there you're back. I just I'm plugged back. in my 
sorry until you came back. Yeah. So you were you were saying if anyone wants to reach out to you, they can. Yeah, and then... they can. Yeah, I was saying I'm very inspired by Jason's mentoring, and um, in the future, I'm trying to become a life coach as well slash mentor. So uh, I'm not I'm not advertising myself as a mentor, by the way, because I'm not a mentor. <laughs> I'm just saying, okay. um, if anyone needs any help, I'll be more than willing to like give them advice or you know talk them through the steps of a tier five visa or whatever it is that they you know might need help with that i can help with <laughs> amazing wow yeah. and so generous of you thank no you worries. so much no now before the line goes again i've really enjoyed this conversation i'm i'm gonna so, super invite you to super invite i'm gonna definitely invite you to the, <laughs> the social That's thank great. you so much Sonia. thank you very have much for this you too have a great one bye 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 bye